Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this week's edition of the Ninth State Sports Show. My name is Joe Marcellina, and for the next half hour, we'll be talking NHIAA football with this week's guest, National North head football coach Dante Lorendi. First, let me remind you that we record this show every Wednesday at 7 p.m. at Riverside Barbecue in downtown Nashua. You can be a part of the conversation by joining us at Riverside or by sending an email to nhhighschoolsports at gmail.com or you can tweet at us at nhhssports. Every new show will be available to listen to Thursday mornings. You can find it at libsyn.com on iTunes or at nh-highschoolsports.com. Now that we've got that out of the way, let's welcome in my guest, uh, Dante Lorendi. Coach, welcome. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, you know, I, I wanted to have you on this week uh, with the North-South game coming up, but first I want to look back at last week. Uh, I don't know if you want to look back <laughs> at last week. Maybe <laughs> not. Uh, maybe maybe not a good way to start, but, um, you know, what Just what can you say about that game and, and just what kind of went wrong for you guys? Of course, it was a, a 23-21 loss at Dover. Um, just what went wrong for you guys in that game? You know, first, I, Dover played well, and uh, you give them credit. They made plays when they had to um, uh, key plays they converted on on a lot of big plays in the clutch and we didn't and um, you know our, our part we just um, lack of focus from uh, I don't know if it was the day you know uh, some some things that um, we just uh, you know I, I certainly don't think we were overlooking them but it was a combination of lackluster practices uh, um, just lack of accountability on our part and um, you know and it, it hurt us and you know, unfortunately, um, you can't do that against good teams, and tip your hat to Dover. I, that was one thing I was going to ask you about was with, you know, you look at the, the last couple of years since this realignment with the divisions and Dover hasn't had that much success on the field. Um, you got the rivalry game coming up this week. Was it something, I was going to ask that, was it something that, that your kids maybe, you know, it was kind of a trap game for them in a sense. Yeah, I hate to think that because, you know, I mean, we're not at that point. It's way too early in the season to um, be feeling overconfident, you know. Uh, like I said, I, th I put it more on just a lack of focus on our part and um, making mistakes. And, you know, the biggest thing is physical mistakes happen. Uh, the mental mistakes hurt us in, in key points of the game. And, 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 you know, we couldn't get off the field defensively, key points of the game. We turned o the ball over. Uh, so I don't, I don't think it was a matter of looking forward to South. I just think, you know, we, we just, uh, for whatever reason, weren't focused. And, um, you know, it cost us. I can imagine it's a tough tough trip to make to either either side where you're going to Dover or Spalding you look the other way to Keene you know those are those are some long bus rides out yeah there. they are but it's not something that you need you know you can't make excuses about it because mm -hmm. everybody's got to do it right. you know um, you know plenty of, I know uh, the other teams in the division are going somewhere especially this year you know uh, Keene's got to do something every week you know someone's got to go out to Spalding someone's going to put you know so right. it's not something you can really um, use as an excuse, you know, because there are no excuses. This is not something that say, well, well, we lost, but, you know, we'll put an asterisk next to it because it was a long bus ride. It doesn't doesn't work that way. You don't get half uh, half the no. points or something. No. They don't factor that into to no. playoff seating no, no, or no anything No do-overs, like yeah. and, you know, there's no exceptions for how long the ride is. So. Yeah, looking at the the way it kind of – because Dover, Dover scored late in that in the, to take the lead. Um, you know, looking at the kind of adversity there and the, the fact that – I mean, is it, is it kind of a thing sometimes where, where kids have to learn how to win those kind of games? And, and can that be the positive that maybe you take from it? That, that you know, hey, you've been in this situation now. 
you know what this situation's like. Don't let it happen again, kind of. Definitely, you know, definitely. I think, uh, uh, you know, the first two games, um, first game I think we were done at half, and then the, the second game we really pulled away in the fourth right. quarter. Yep. Uh, and so this one went down to the end. And, you know, I, I was the positive I took out of it is, you know, we played with great effort through the entire game. Um, you know, unfortunately, like I said, mental lapses and, and we didn't do some good things, but we fought really hard and we competed to the end. So that was good to see. And I think like that builds character because, yeah, I think you do have to learn how to uh, stay in the game the entire game. And, you know, and it's tough, especially when you play your first two and, you know, you have to convince these guys it's going to get harder each week. You know, you have to, you know, you're not going to be out of the game in the first half or the right. third quarter. Yep. You know, you have to learn how to play uh, all four and sometimes beyond because, you know, you don't know. You never know when you're going to need it. So I, I thought that was a positive that we can take away from that, and hopefully uh, that experience helps us. You know, one guy I want to ask you about, because I haven't seen him yet myself this year from Dover, is uh, their quarterback. Uh, is it Car Carson Webb? Yeah. Um, you know, he kind of came out of nowhere this year, I think, especially that Portsmouth game. Um, what you know, what, what kind of – what did you see from that kid? I mean, how, and, and is he going to be a kid that, that you think, you know, they can maybe rely on? Yeah, I do. I think he he's uh, he showed some uh, um, you know real poise. He made some key plays down the stretch. Um, you know he he just seems to be a winner. He's kind of got the it factor. You know he's not a real big kid. He's not um, you know as dynamic as some other quarterbacks. But you know what? He finds a way to scramble out of there and get a first down. He finds a way to uh, make some great passes. You know he finds a way. You know he runs the ball well. So he does a lot of things very well, and he seems to be really composed for a kid who's, I believe he's only a junior, who just kind of is emerging as a starter. Um, you know, we hit him pretty good a few times, and he just kept getting back up uh, and making some plays. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think that's why they have, um, you know, a lot of excitement in Dover because, you know, he's got these guys believing, and, uh, and he's got a good supporting cast around him. Obviously, uh, Coach Osborne and, and Coach Dunn, they've been there forever, so they're, they're a very well-coached team. And, you know, now he's got some weapons to play with. So, you know, they're, they're going to continue to surprise some people. Kind of makes a, you know, you think you know, from, from my end of it, at least, you think you know what's going to happen when you go into a season. And uh, there have definitely been some surprises this year. But you, you mentioned, you know, the, the elusiveness of, you know, and, and that, that it factor kind of prepares you guys for the quarterback you're going to see this yeah. Friday in, yeah. in Sean Holland from South, who was really looks like he's coming into his own, too, as a, as a junior. Yeah. Plus, he had a year under his belt last year. Yeah. Um, just, again, he presents the same kind of kind of challenges, doesn't he? Yeah, he's, I mean, you can tell, uh, you know, he's a, he's a very good athlete. You know, he's a three-sport kid, uh, very competitive. Um, if you, you know, he was a good football player last year, but now he's a very good football player with a lot of confidence and a, and a great feel for what they're doing offensively. And, um, you know, I thought you looked at times last year, and I think he, it, almost at times, he was, he was afraid, uh, not afraid, but he was kind of cautious. He, he was, it seemed like he didn't want to be too selfish. To and he threw the ball a little guys, bit yeah. more, and, yeah. and this year he's decisive, yeah. and he's making those decisions. And, you know, last year he had a great year, and he had some good runs that they might have been 10 yards. Now he's taking the ball 50, 60 yards at a clip, and that's because he's, he's decisive, uh, he's a good athlete, and he's playing with uh, great confidence, you know. So yeah. it's uh, <laughs> going to be another big challenge. Yeah, that um, I saw them that game against Bishop Girton, and you know he was really the South offense in that game, running the ball. I mean they they didn't they did a little bit outside of that, but yeah, he made them makes them really go. 
Um, how about for, for you guys? How do you feel like, um, you know, here we are getting ready for week four. Um, you guys have had three games now, the Jamboree, a couple scrimmages. Um, how do you feel like this team's progressing at this point? I mean, are you guys close to where you wanted them to be? <laughs> I don't know if any <laughs> team. Is that a loaded uh, yeah, that's, that's a loaded, loaded question. I don't know that. Any coach, I don't know I think. any team <laughs> is as close as any coach wants them to be. Um, but we're, we're, we are progressing, you know, and I, I tell our, because it, it's a ch different challenge every week when you're dealing with high school kids because um, there's so many factors, especially when school starts. Mm -hmm. You know, what are you dealing with? You know, what, what things outside of school? Uh, or outs off the field can affect who's on the field uh, in school um, you know sickness you know the sickness bug is kind of hitting us a little bit this week so it's a, it's a process of you kind of never know if you're going to be fully loaded the whole time yeah yeah um, so that's the biggest thing but we are uh, making you know I think we're heading in the right direction we're you know we're, we're coming along um, you know it, it's a long season you know you just you'd never kind of finish the way you start meaning the the first 11 uh look a lot different game one than they do game 10 at, at points and sometimes that's a because if it's a good thing you know you get a lot of pleasant surprises or guys step up or um you know start to play or, or, or really show themselves in, in scout team and jv games uh and other guys really kind of take the lead and so that's what we'll continue to hope for you know we're getting to that point um, we've been fortunate to play a lot of guys, uh, get a lot, of, a lot of touches on the ball offensively, sub a lot of guys in defensively. So hopefully all that stuff continues to help us uh, as we get later in the season because we're going to need all hands on deck for this schedule. Yeah, you, you mentioned that being a different 11 from week one to week 10. Um, and that's a, it's a good thing. That's not a negative. You want to be right. a different You don't want to be the same Correct. team. Correct, yep. Um, do you how how do you feel like maybe last year did you guys how much different were you guys from from the beginning of last year to the end of last year because you kind of I think surprised some people being a playoff team um, you know what did they do during that year and, and is it and how do you you want to replicate it record wise but you can't really replicate because they're different kids right and I, that's the challenge every year you know if you have a good year the, the challenge is to how, to how do we do that again mm -hmm. um, but it's hard to because you have a different set of kids every year. You have a different set of seniors every year. And, and a lot of it, um, you know, it's really the chemistry. Uh, so the battle you fight is how do you keep the chemistry of your team? How do you, how do you um, make the leaders on your team better leaders? And how do you make the kids on your team that aren't, how do you get them to be leaders? You know, and how do you get the kids to follow the right people? Um, you know, that, so that's that's one of the biggest challenges you go in high school because I think a lot of sophomores come up and there's kind of that gray area in that year you know they're kind of used to probably playing if they played in the seventh and eighth grade that probably played as freshmen now they're in that sophomore kind of limbo year where you're playing against kids two to three years older than you yeah uh, you know physically more developed so you kind of got to keep those kids um, you know some some guys handle it great and they focus and they play other guys say ah, you know and they step back because they're not playing as much or yeah. they you know they don't think the jv games are worth it so you have to balance that young aspect and then you have to kind of take the the senior aspect of it and how do you handle the guys that have played as as sophomores juniors and seniors you know can't let that go to their head and and you got to hope that they become good leaders and and set great examples for the rest of the program so chemistry is a thing uh, is probably one of the hardest things you, you try and 
get so you can have that success on the field. And, and I think, again, we're going in the right direction with that. we got a good group of seniors that are really working hard uh, to do that. And, and um, you know, hopefully the younger guys are buying in and following their lead. You mentioned your seniors, and I, I had a chance to talk to one of them uh, during the preseason, uh, Max Fay, who might be one of the most intense uh, <laughs> high school kids I've ever met. Uh, I, and the, the thing I think I mentioned it to you later on, and I, I, you know, I'll say it again because you know, I, I don't think anyone else knows about it, but I, you know, I, I tried to m joke with him yeah. while I was talking <laughs> to him and j just kind of <laughs> no reaction, deadpan look at me like, uh, yeah, you know, it, yeah. It well, just <laughs> not, and, and I, I think it, I think it kind of threw me for a loop at the moment. But I mean, just uh, to see that in a high school kid, I mean, he was—he's all business. Uh, yeah, he is. He's you know, he might have not got the joke, but uh, <laughs> that could be one. But you I'm know, not Ma very Max, funny, so you never know. <laughs> that yeah. could be the other thing. Max is a Max is a throwback. You know, he 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 could play in the days of the uh, no face mask and and just the the mentality of. Uh, how to practice, how to work. You know, it's not a lot of, um, you know, pomp and circumstance with him, mm -hmm. you know, which is yeah. kind of why I like him because, you know, he's, <laughs> he's not a guy that needs to get on social media and promote every little single thing he does or this or that. He's not a look at me guy. Um, you know, when he's, he's, he's a tough kid, you know, I, he wants to go military. So I think he kind of carries that mentality with him of um, let's do our jobs and, you know, you know, we'll celebrate later. So he is a, he is a, a great kid. He, you know, he's not as serious probably as that interview, but he's a great kid to have on a team. And and you know, he'll do whatever it takes. And the best thing about Max is his work ethic. And um, you know, when you see him work out and and you know how he practices and, and the intensity, um, you know, he wants a win. And uh, and you know, he's he was voted a captain as his, as a junior, and then. Uh, we lost him the first game of the year and then got voted again this year. So, I, you know, speaks volumes about how, um, you know, how hard he works and, and the examples he sets for the other guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward. Uh, one of the things I'm looking forward to Friday is, is uh, getting to see him play because, I, I mean, I, yeah. I did was at that Bedford game, the opening game last year you mentioned. Um, and, you know, I, he didn't play in the scrimmage I was at. Right. Um, earlier this year, so I w I'm I'm interested to see. Is he playing? I mean, I know as a sophomore he went both played both ways. Yeah. a little bit of running. He's back been there. he's been playing mostly defense mm -hmm. for us, uh, just mainly because um, you know some of the other guys carrying the ball for us have been doing a, a pretty good job. Uh, so, you know, we can focus him on on D. You know, he's got more of a defensive mentality where he can run around and hit people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so he he will be playing and. Um, you know, he may see a little bit of offense, you know, this week, but, um, you know, he's primarily playing defense for us and, you know, he's playing very well and, and playing with some confidence. So we're going to need him to have a great game this week because they have some weapons on offense, and I got a feeling, uh, you know, he's going to need to chase Holland all over the field. So, You know, you've been the head coach at North now. This is your second year, but before that, you were you were an assistant there how many five, years? Five, five years. years. So you're familiar, you know, playing in these games two of them every year yeah. um, on, on the rare occasion they're a third game <laughs> yeah. in the playoffs is that I, and, and I was going to go leading into what, what's maybe the most memorable north-south game that you've experienced was it that, that 2010 playoff game the playoff game obviously just because I think it was the first time uh, you know I think the, the earlier that year not that year I think it was the year before I think the, the 56-49 game was a uh, stands out because it was just an incredible game on yeah, both sides, yeah. you know, um, back and forth, good physical game. Um, 
So that was that was crazy. Uh, and then, you know, the playoff game, just because it was the first ever between the two schools. And, uh, you know, so there have been, you know, as much as there have been good games and some good wins for us, we've been on the, the wrong side of it plenty <laughs> yeah. of times. And, and, you know, we, we've, we've taken some lumps in, in a few of those games as well. So, um, you know, they're just memorable because I think the kids like it. They come to play. I like it, and I told our kids today, you know, it, I don't want to jinx anything, but it, it's it's been a good rivalry in the sense of uh, there really hasn't been um, poor sportsmanship. Right. You know, a lot of right. these kids grow up and play together or against each other. They're in middle schools together. Uh, so there still is that great competitiveness. And it's, it's so far, it's for the most part, it's been uh, pretty clean, clean-spirited and, and good sportsmanship where they, we compete hard against each other and go out. You know, now, unfortunately, I think social media... Um, you know, gets in the way of that because, you know, I know a couple of our knuckleheads like to put get stuff out, yeah, on social and media. And, and yeah, you know, it's yeah. a little bit too much of the taunting stuff. So yeah. I hope it remains as, as good as it has been. And, you know, we can go slug it out on the field and, and leave it there. It's kind of the unique thing about Nashville, isn't it, that there's the three middle schools that then feed the two high schools. And you have that um, Elm Street that kind of the kids go to middle school together and then they separate yep. for yeah. – I mean, that – because in my mind, you know, it's two different schools, two different sides of the city. They don't get along. They don't like yeah. each other kind of yeah. thing. But really, it's uh, you don't see a ton of that in all sports, I feel like. I mean, there might be here and there, but it's more, I think, individuals than it is yeah. teams. And I think the way we have the school set up uh, helps that in a sense because it, it's, you know, we have South kids come to North for, you know, one or two blocks a day and and north kids go to south depending on what class you're taking so there's shuttles back and forth to the to the two schools you know um so kids get to know each other you know through through that way as well and i think that kind of um keeps things you know tame but also you know you know um the rivalry going as well yeah um but yeah it, it's 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 definitely a little different you know it's it's not what uh some teams have where you have two two separate towns and you know it it, it, there's definitely an element of change to it. You know, go, going back to that uh, that 2010 playoff game, of course, the, that one, I thought, you know, the dynamic that year, too, was just so interesting, I think, because not only because both schools were playoff teams, it's the only time that both schools have been a playoff team, teams um, playing each other. Um, South wins the regular season game. You guys win the playoff game. They come back and win the Turkey Bowl. Yep. Um, you know, that crowd that was at that playoff game might have been one of the biggest yep. high crowds for a high school game I think I've seen that is you know that hasn't been the championship game right. at UNH. Yeah. I mean, those have certainly been big crowds, but that game it just it, I mean I felt like you know I was saying a couple of weeks ago with um, with with Justin Huff that you know you go to some schools and you don't feel the crowd because they're so far removed sometimes. That crowd felt like it was on top of you, and and then some of the plays in that game were were just I mean it's probably some of the best kids to play in Nashville yeah. for the last, you know, 15 years were in that game, I, yeah. would, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you had a couple of real good quarterbacks, <laughs> great running backs, um, you know, great competitors. And, you know, that's you – know, when you when you have successful years and you get to the playoffs, that's exactly what you expect. You know, you hope that the fans have, have bought in enough and come out and support it, especially when you're playing your rival, um, you know, in, in the first situation ever. So – um, you know, that's what you strive for every year. But, you know, it, it is. When you look back at so many athletes that uh, especially South has had, um, mm, yeah. you know, it's just you shake your head at it. And, 
um, like I see, you know, the you know the Ferreters and the Knights and the Zakos and uh, you know the Paradise. You know, you can go on and on with just good. You, know, you good you football guys had players, the biggest one you know. of them though. The, the yeah, we we yeah, we've had a few and, during and those yeah. years too. Andre Williams and and uh, Brandon Calcanis was a great quarterback for us and. Um, Gathright, you know, we had a we had a good offensive line, but you know, that's mm -hmm. when when you have um you know, good talent like that, those make for great games. Yeah. Um, I think and you know, when looking at, at this year's game, I you know I went back and looked, I mean this is the first first time I believe that you guys are playing this game, both teams with winning records since that year. Um, you know, to have both I think well you look at the way that, that, that conference, the West Conference is shaping up and it's coming down, you know, it looks like it's gonna be you guys, South, BG. Yep. I mean, that's big for the city of Nashua, I think. Yeah, it's, you know, you, you, you knew coming in, I think last year, we kind of maybe were the dark horse, like you said, and, um, you know, uh, this year again, you know, everybody talks about losing seniors, and we know BG lost a lot of guys, but we know we had some pretty good ones, they had some pretty good ones coming back. Uh, and if you looked at South's roster, you knew that, you know, they were going to be much improved. Right, yeah. So uh, the big question is us is, you know, wh where do we go? And, as you know, God knows we had plenty of uh, question marks because, you know, we, we, you know, we lost some really, really key players. And how are we going to fill those holes? So right now, you know, I think we beat, you know, uh, you know we're fortunate to have two wins. Um, so we know this is a big game as far as how it plays out for the conference and, and playoff implications down the road um but we can't look ahead we just gotta you know we gotta look to friday night and, and that's gotta be our main focus right now you know you get obviously you get out and see games to scout them seeing the teams that you're gonna play you guys are in that cluster this year with the with the east conference so you're playing exeter winnicana uh dover already portsmouth um you know how much do you know about the other side or do you get to do you pay attention to what's going on on the other side and and, and how maybe have you been surprised at all about how the whole division is kind of shaping up? There doesn't feel like there's really, there's definitely good teams, but it doesn't yeah. feel like there's any one team that's yeah rising. I mean, that's that far ahead of everybody. I think you pay attention to it. You know, you certainly, you know, we're fans too, so you pay attention to the scores and, you know, you want to see who's doing what and who you're playing down the road. But, you know, you don't get too hung up on it because, you know, every matchup is different. You know, so, I mean, when you see... Um, different you know what one team may lose a game and then you know next week you take port portsmouth for instance you know um you know, they, they lose to dover turn around and beat a, a winnicunit team who you know winnicunit's always good in a physical team so um but it comes down to matchups you know um you, you know some teams match up better against some styles than than others or uh some kids are strong and some teams are strong in some areas that other teams aren't and they can really take advantage of it so you know it's all around the league especially division one not just our conference is you know you're going to be in a fight for the most part every week so you really don't know uh and that's you know unfortunately i think sometimes kids look at records and think right you know uh you know keen is all you know i haven't won a game yet but you know i mean keen gives you headaches yeah. and you know you're a couple of way plays away from from you know making those mistakes and and not winning those games and um, I think that's what sometimes kids don't understand. So you definitely pay attention. You try not to get too focused on, uh, oh, they lost, so they're not that good. You know, we as coaches know better. Um, uh, but, you know, we got to kind of get that to the players. And like I said, convince them every week that it's a new week and a new challenge. And, um, you know, at this point, it, it's still wide open. Yeah, it's been uh, – I feel like 
every year this has been kind of an interesting uh, setup, you know, the way it is. And you look at the teams that have made the postseason, you know, over the last three years. Uh, and I think I know I've talked about it, you know, in the past with other people that you, of those 20 teams, you got four that haven't participated yeah. in this yet. But, you know, Winnicott was close last year. Merrimack was close last year. Certainly look like yeah. they're going to get in there this year. Dover's in, a, you know, playoffs started today. Dover's in, um, right. you know, so this is kind of, I know there I know there are a lot of people that don't like the, the setup, um, or at least they they seem to show up on Twitter every once in a while. I know I know that, but it, it feels like it works to me. Yeah, uh, and you know it's going to be one of those things. No matter what you come up with, someone's not going to be happy. You know, and there's reasons for you know you get it. I think the league is trying to do the best they can for it. You know, I, I like it. I think it it kind of breaks things up. It's nice to kind of uh, break the monotony of. You know, when we were a 10-team league playing the same nine teams over right, and over yep. and over, you know, it's it's nice to prepare for something different or see a new wrinkle, you know, uh, uh, just as a change-up. They tried to make it as fair as possible. I liked how we, re they, you know, after year one or two, they changed the uh, right the, the playoff situation yep, yep, to where, yep. you know, the winner's in and it's the three best. I think that's, uh, that's fair. It makes sense, you know. Um, so, but you're always going to have your detractors no matter – what happens yeah, and, yeah. and um, I, you know I think uh, you know like Roger always kind of taunts people about you know guys not believing in uh, who should be in division one or two uh, you know those guys have uh, I think represented themselves pretty well um, and there's been a lot of surprises from teams that used to be lower divisions are now fighting in the mix and and you know thriving not even just competing yeah yeah it's certainly been uh I don't know, from my, my perspective, you, know, you mentioned the monotony of playing the same teams over over and over again every year. From my, my perspective as a media person, it's the, you know, I guess it's monotony of looking at it and saying, okay, well, these are the two teams that are going to be playing yeah. in the final right. again. Yeah. You know, yeah. 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 No, no question. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think that just about wraps it up for us today. Wow. I know it went faster than was that. Was it was a half hour, huh? About half an hour, a little short here. I'm going to okay, wow. just take a few minutes to uh, You were right. Yeah, I know. It goes pretty <laughs> quick. Um, just to let people know what we got coming up on the site this week. Of course, uh, I will be at the uh, North-South football game on Saturday or Friday, excuse me, and then heading over to the uh, Goffstown Bedford game on Saturday. Uh, we'll also be covering uh, Pinkerton and Londonderry and uh, Wyndham and Sowhegan this weekend. Of course, next week we got a big uh, volleyball game coming up on Monday, a uh, rematch of last year's Division One title game between Hollis Brookline and Bishop Girton. Uh, of course, a bunch of other things coming up on the site. It's nh-highschoolsports.com. Uh, once again, uh, thanks to Dante Lorende for coming in and joining me tonight. My name is Joe Marcellina. You guys have a great week.